verse number um, verse number 14 of Nehemiah 4 says this and I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people be not ye afraid of them remember the Lord which is great and terrible now read this next part with me ready and what fight for your brethren and your and your your and your oh wow and so I just want to just we took a lot of time several weeks ago and explained that passage but just again just just to reiterate how important it is we talked about the walls being torn down and rebuilding the walls I remember that a couple of three weeks ago and we've been talking the last couple of weeks about how to rebuild or how to build walls in your home and why we have the, the standards, why we have uh, biblical principles, which lead to our biblical convictions, which lead to us having biblical standards. And why are all these things so important? Because they build walls in our home which protect the home. Uh, it's not necessarily to be, have a bunch of rules and regulations, but it's also to provide relationships but to build those walls are so crucial and have those established for your children. So again, we're doing this to, we're fighting for our kids. Uh, because if we don't build a wall, Satan will uh, uh, hurl his fiery darts of the wicked and it could penetrate right into our home. It might not get you and I, but it's going to get our kids. And uh, so it's very, very important that we put the walls up in our home. Not necessarily for me, because I might be able to make it, but my kids won't. And so I'm thinking about, as, as Nehemiah is saying, listen, we got to build a wall for our kids, uh, for your, your sons and your daughters, and how important that is. So let me just review for a little bit there. Number one, you have in the review, fighting for your own spiritual battles. We talked about how important it is to fight our own spiritual battles and how many have your own spiritual issues, right? I mean, I do. And uh, so we just spent some time about that. And then number two, we said this, fighting our own flesh. And so you have the spiritual issues, uh, you know, things that... We struggle with and just reading our Bibles and praying and just uh, having the joy of the Lord and the love of God, all of that. Uh, but then you have the flesh. And then you have things as far as lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. All those things start to seep in. And so two different fronts that we're constantly fighting with. And uh, man, I always I say that's a pretty big one. Uh, and so <clears throat> uh, last, last Sunday we talked about the four different types of parents. I remember that little chart we gave out last week. And uh, anyway, four different types of parents and all that. And so, anyway, so today, let's talk about number three, and that is this. Uh, fighting the corruption in our society. Fighting the corruption in our society. And uh, if you will, turn to Second Chronicles 7. It's in your notes, but you go ahead and look at it as well. Second uh, Chronicles, it's, it's somewhere before Nehemiah. Let's a little bit before Nehemiah. Second Chronicles and... Um, this is the Lord speaking to King Solomon, all right? Solomon is asking for wisdom, and so God gives him a pretty good, pretty good batch right here. Verse number 14, it says this, If my people, which are called by my what? Shall humble themselves and, and pray. And so, and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways and all this. And so, but just, just focus on that for a moment, just and pray. So number, number or letter A there, fight the corruption in our society through prayer, all right, through prayer. And I say, man, Pastor, this is so simple, uh, so elementary, so like we get this, you know, we've said this quite a bit. But can I say, <clears throat> the world wants to get, first of all, it wants to get you, uh, and secondly, it wants to get your kids. And if it can't get you, 
it'll get your kids. Uh, if we, again, don't fight for our kids and be intentional in spiritual warfare and be intentional with setting up walls and boundaries, uh, because commercials, man, gets our kids' hearts just like that. I mean, well, I mean, if you ever walk into it, some of you got little kids, you walk into a store and, uh, you know, the kids, as soon as they see the ball or they see the Lego, okay, or they see that remote control, and it's like, oh, I want it, I want it, I got to have it, you know, how many have kids to do that, right? That's oh, just the way, it's just nature. That's the world. That's the lust of the eyes, okay? They, they see it. They want it. It's a biblical principle, lust of the eyes. And I say, well, it's not a big deal. It's just a little remote control car. Well, when they get older and they always yield to that lust, it's going to be, you know, breaking their marriage. It's going to be looking at some other man or some other woman. It's going to be uh, money. It's going to be embezzling. It's going to be, you know, stealing. It's going to be all kinds of crazy stuff when it gets older. When they're five, it's cute. But when they're about 15 to 20, it doesn't get so cute. Uh, they get in a lot of trouble uh, with the law. And, uh, and so it's how important it is to really make sure we uh, put that, that uh, scope of um, uh, uh, discipline and character in our kids. Uh, but this matter of prayer is so huge. I was just thinking even today. And uh, last night we had a phenomenal time. And I've been praying for the last month, really. Uh, fasting and praying that God would just give us a great day today on Sunday uh, on our 60th anniversary and as we celebrate to go out soul winning. Uh, but I also realize today they're calling for a 100% chance of rain 24 hours from Saturday night at midnight to Sunday night at midnight. I mean, 24 hours solid on this day is supposed to rain. I thought, man, that old smutty face. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I know, I know God, everything is father filtered. I get that. And God allowed Satan to tempt Job. I get that. And God is allowing, I'm sure, Satan to try to throw some fiery darts in here to do whatever. But, um, and I get all that. <clears throat> but we've been praying and just begging God, God, would you please do something? Now, listen, we, we did a lot of work to get videos for today. We had some great videos last night. We got some more videos for today. And I uh, show up this morning, the projector is not working. So I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, and again, these are some, I mean, just some really precious, uh, first time ever we have videos of Mrs. Shockley. And we did an interview with her, which is a really big deal. She's a founding pastor's wife of uh, 60 years ago. And uh, so to get that video footage is, I mean, we've never had it. And we're going to get ready to show it today. And sure enough, you know, projector's not working. So we pray on all that. Uh, that's why I have to leave early, get that fixed, try to figure it out anyway. But I was thinking about all this. This is just a 60th anniversary, honestly. Okay, so it rains, whatever. Projector don't work, whatever. Probably the pay system's gonna go bad too. Okay, whatever, uh, whatever. But more, far more important than a ceremony are our children. Because our children are eternal souls. And our children live forever. And what we've been praying, I've been praying for this anniversary, and this is going to be great, but man, how more, much more important it is to be praying for our children. And I got thinking, you know, the Lord convicted my heart a little bit preparing for this lesson. I thought, but I've been spending so much time preparing for this. Have I been praying for my kids? You know, have I been praying for my marriage, praying for my spouse? Uh, we, it's very easy to take our own family for granted. And we pray for everybody else. Uh, but boy, think about my own family and be praying for them. And so I want to just encourage you, 
one of the very first people on my prayer list, my first, as far as people are concerned. Uh, first one's my wife, and the second one, or second and third, are my two kids. And they're right there on top of my prayer list. And just, just pray for them. Just pray for them. Just pray for them. Because if, if I, you know, if, <laughs> if I can't, if, if, if our, you know, if my family, uh, you know, ever just, just ever explodes or does whatever, whatever that's going to affect a lot of, a lot of people. And so I just praying for God, God, keep just, you have to, at the end of the day, you, you can't, you can't stop. You can't stop your kids being influenced by the world. You can't stop it. It's there. Uh, unless you live in a bubble and my kids are never going to leave my house. We're not having TV. We're not having the internet. We're not having anything, 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 which I'm for all that. I don't have TV myself, uh, but I, I, we're just going to block it all out. That's good. But then when they need to go soul winning and they need to go out into the world, as the Bible says, uh, witness, they're going to be social, social wrecks, not knowing how to talk to people, not knowing how to engage, not knowing how to talk about things of, of social issues that are going on today and not having an education and all that stuff. And so they have to get out there. They got to go to school. You know, they, 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 they got to be able to interact. And so I realized that I can't stop everything. I mean, I can prohibit a lot. And I can teach them and give them biblical character and spiritual, you know, discipline, all those things. But I can't stop everything. But the one of the great ways I can fight is praying for them. That God, God will get a hold of their hearts. And that their hearts will be in tune to the Lord. And only God can do that. And you can tell, listen, how many have seen kids that get raised in the same home? Let's just say two kids raised in the same home. One kid, man, loves God, serves God. The other kid goes the way of the devil. Have you ever seen that before? Well, I've seen that. Uh, now you say, time out. How is that possible? Same home, same parents. Now we can talk about parenting skills and how different parents parent the same for both kids when they really shouldn't because every kid's different. We can get into all that and not being be able to connect on that kid's level because the kid was different and all that. But beyond that, same home, same parents, same church, same pastor, same everything. What happened? There's really no answer to that. And we can kind of maybe pick it, pick it apart a little bit. Well, I remember back, and he made a decision back at 14 years. Oh, fine. But just think about that for a moment, and that is, at the end of the day, I wonder if somebody was praying for that kid. Because going to church, putting the kids in Sunday school, even putting them in a good Christian school, now I'm all for these things, is not the sole answer. I mean, it's, it's all part of the equation. Don't get me wrong. I understand all that. But it's not the sole answer. Most cases, when you have praying parents and praying for their children, fasting for their children, pleading with God, the kids know. They feel the prayers. God answers the prayers. God does something in the hearts of those kids. Now, it's, not a, it's, still, up, it's still up to those children. So they have a free will. But boy, how much better of a, of a battle we can fight when, it's in, when prayer is a priority and understand how important it is that we pray for our kids every night, every morning, every day, be praying for our kids. I must say my wife is much more diligent about praying for her children than, than probably I am. Uh, not that I'm not diligent in prayer, but she, she is constantly thinking, she's a mom, constantly thinking about her kids, constantly praying for her kids. Uh, 
constantly whipping her kids because they're not doing I prayed for you. Bam. <laughs> Don't do that again. I prayed for you. Bam. <laughs> anyway, but, but she uses that. I prayed for you. You better do right. I prayed for you. Or whatever. So don't tell her I said that. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> but prayer, uh, how important that is. Uh, you know, consider you got a baby in the womb and, and uh, we'll be praying, be praying for your child in the womb even. And uh, just be praying ahead of time. My wife, she, uh, she, tells, she tells our kids and she, tells, she just told them last night. She said, I'm praying for you that you'll marry the right person. And she said, we've been praying for you to marry the right person when you were in my womb. That's crazy. Now to me, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, really? You did that? I didn't know you did that. Um, I'm thinking, why are you doing that? She said, because that, that's going to make or break, in many cases, make or break my son or my daughter for their spiritual well-being. And so how important that is, that they marry right. And she started praying for that. Oh, Kevin's going to be 18, 18 years ago. Man. So I got thinking about how important it is to be praying. Number two. Through soul winning, through soul winning. Look at Matthew, tw- tw- oh my goodness, look at Matthew 28. Matthew 28, and uh, we all know this passage, but just good to look at it again. Matthew 28, verse number 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Now here's the great, what we call the great what? Commission. So this is the great commission to go and to teach all nations. Now, uh, they, they say oftentimes that the, the great commission has been the great omission. Uh, that, you know, we, we know what it says, but we omitted it from our practice of, of spiritual behavior. Can we just encourage us to understand that today's soul winning? Now, I know it's raining. Okay, I get all that. And I'm praying God stop it. I'm just, God stop it. Just give us a one hour's window where it just stops. Just, just take York and just move that cloud or do whatever. Um, but, uh, today is a great day to be able to show how much we love the Lord Jesus Christ and to be able to go out today. Uh, bring the umbrella. We're going to go, or you say we're going to, we're going to go out because I believe after 60 years of being faithful to this, that we have to continue to be faithful to this. Amen. And I want the Lord to be, above it all, I want the Lord to be pleased. And so bring your umbrella. Uh, the Lord's going to, I, I'm praying. And I know he can stop it. And so I'm just praying he's going to stop it. But be able to go out, use the nursery. If you got kids, use the nursery. The nursery's going to stay open, all that. But let me just, just give you a few thoughts about this matter of soul wing. There's a special blessing that the Lord gives, not just, not just to soul winning. It's not, that's not so much the issue as the issue is of obedience. And so when I follow the Lord in obedience, and again, it's not so much like, okay, I got I to gotta get out there. I got to pass out tracks and tell somebody about Jesus. That's the byproduct. The issue is that I obey. And so when he says to go, well, if I disobey, if I disobey the Lord's great commission, how can I expect my kids to obey me? And so when I realize that I'm in cadence with the Lord Jesus, and I'm obeying the Lord Jesus, then as a result, I have a better, better, better opportunity that my kids will yield to me because I've been yielding to God. And that sets a pattern of behavior for my kids to watch mom and dad as mom and dad yield to their spiritual authority, who is God, who is the, which is the word of God. And as God sees this, so I'm praying, I'm going and telling everybody, being a witness and telling, going out and telling people about Jesus Christ and preaching the gospel to every creature, be witnesses unto me. Man, we know all of these things, but don't omit them. 
and don't disobey him because once I disobey, then all of a sudden, it's almost as if it's an undertone where God sort of takes his hand off of, off of uh, the blessings off of my home because God's going to cultivate that heart in that young person to what to obey. As long as my heart is right with him, God cultivates it. Now, I, I, I can set walls up, but God does the work in the heart. I love my kids. I show them God's love. But boy, God works in their heart. You ever had two kids? One's really hard, one's really soft. You love them both the same. But why is this kid bristling so hard? Mm -hmm. So I got to pray for him. God softened his heart. And I just want to obey, obey the Lord. And just continue to go out soul winning. Continue to obey the Great Commission. And then the second part of the Great Commission is teaching them to observe all things, which is what this is. Sunday school is teaching you to observe all things that he's commanded us. So that's why we're talking about prayer today. We're talking about soul winning or evangelism or, or witnessing or whatever. And how important that is to, to know that we need to be uh, obeying the Lord Jesus Christ. As a result, there's a blessing. Listen, there's a blessing on your marriage, by the way. Uh, there's a blessing on your relationships. Uh, there's, a there's a blessing on, on all things when we are in obedience to the Great Commission and the Word of God. So tithing, the blessings that come with that. He says, I'll bless them, I'll curse you if you don't, and all that. Uh, even the financial realm of it. And that's not in the notes here today, but this, the obedience to the Word of God. All these things are crucially, vitally important. Uh, and some of it, too, is um, there's some things that I know maybe I'm disobeying from the, Lord's, uh, from the Word of God, and my kids have been disobeying me. Boy, I can't figure this one out. So I have to do a self-evaluation to make sure I'm fighting for my own kids, my own spiritual battles, but I'm also fighting on a, um, on a, uh, the corruption in our society. And to realize that I'm a part of that, if I don't obey the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm then therefore a part of corrupting society. So I'm gonna make do all, all that I can to make sure that I'm obeying the Lord Jesus Christ, getting out there. So the flip side of this and that is this, what's the answer for the world today? As that song is sung last night, what is the remedy? Well, the remedy is who? Jesus Christ. And so if the world doesn't know about Jesus, how can I be a part of fixing the world if they don't know about Jesus? And so that the job of the church and the job of the Christian is to tell everybody in the world, if I don't, then who will? If the Christian doesn't, then who? Who's, if the church doesn't, then what organization's going to? We are the ones that are called to make a difference in our society, make a difference in our community, and uh, to reach out. So the letter C in that is this, and I'm done. And that is through involvement in the community. And, uh, and again, getting out there, this, this Saturday is the 200th anniversary of the Conewago Township, which is this church is in the Conewago Township. Building's a mile down. They called over here and they said, listen, uh, or no, no, actually the township um, head honcho, Loretta, she stopped over here and she said, uh, hey, you, you all, uh, you all want to be part of our 200th anniversary, set up a booth, be in the parade, you know, bring this, this, and that. And I said, absolutely. She said, hey, you can set up your booth, you can pass out your literature and all this. Amen. Game on. Hundreds of people, be a fireworks show. Can we use your parking lot? You know, because the township park butts up right here to our, to our property. And she said, hey, listen, can we use your parking lot? Absolutely. Can we do this and that? Absolutely. You want to be a part of this? Absolutely. We want to get in and uh, do as much as we can to get involved in our community. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, uh, boy, it's in our neighborhoods, uh, your neighbors. Boy, invite them over to eat and just be a good witness to them. And uh, just, just, uh, you know, we're just thinking about the, some of our neighbors, and I don't have time to tell you all the stories. Uh, but just we're just doing all we can to be a bright light. Uh, so many times, I think Christian thinks we have to isolate ourselves. You know, we can't. Um, you know, 
oh, you know, they, they smoke over there, or, you know, they, they drink, and they da 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 I get that. And I don't want that in my house, absolutely. But I do want my kids to see us being a light in darkness and being able to reach them and be able to say, hey, listen, we're going to have them over to our house, sit in our home, talk to them, love on them, and talk about the Lord, you know, as it comes up. And they've always asked me, because they know my pastor, so about, about, about Jesus, you know, and it's great. We're able to talk. And, but anyway, just getting involved in our communities and uh, getting involved in our neighborhoods. Today's a great opportunity to get involved in our community. Uh, when you take about 200 people, that's what we have signed up right now, 200 people to go out soul winning. And that's like four or five buses hitting different neighborhoods. That's making a little bit of a, no pun intended, but it's making a little bit of a splash uh, in our community, amen, amongst the rain. And so it's big, big raindrops coming to your doorstep, amen. But uh, anyway, just, just thinking about that, and just, we'll just continue to fight uh, the corruption. But we've got to be praying. Get out there and tell them about Jesus, because that's the only way it's going to be, they're going to be helped. And boy, you can just continue to get involved. Don't isolate, get involved. Amen? And there's a balance in that, because I don't want them to reverse effect on my kids. But I also want my kids to see that we're making an impact in our community. I would say amen to that. Amen? Lord, pray you help us today. Lord, thanks so much for this morning. Lord, thank you so much for our 60th anniversary. Lord, that you have perpetuated, Lord Jesus, this ministry. I thank you, Lord, for your love. Uh, Lord, for your just hand of blessing and favor. I pray, Lord, as we continue to fight, as we continue to pray, uh, Lord, continue to go out soul winning, continue to tell others about Christ, continue to get involved in the community, and the Lord in all many different avenues, our neighbors and all these things, Lord, that we would be that bright light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, help us as we endeavor to uh, engage in spiritual warfare for our marriages, uh, engage in spiritual warfare for our kids, Lord, that uh, this would be an eternal difference. We give you the praise for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.